Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hits. Traditional roles. I came across this clip online of uh, an American thought leader and ex-pro athlete, a guy called Lewis Hawks, uh, talking about roles in relationships. And it got me thinking. Actually, let me just play the clip for you first, okay? So you can kind of have an idea. Make sure you give me plenty of volume on that there. All right. Jane, here we go. I'm not a believer of 50-50 in a relationship. I think that's a weak relationship mindset. I've lived that way. That's why I'm not a believer of it anymore, because I don't think it works based on my experience. I'm a believer of 100 coming together and 100% our own roles. Me and Martha have conversations all the time about all these things. And I told her early on, you know, I've kind of had this on repeat that I was like, I'm never changing a diaper. So he's never changing a diaper. So in other words, traditional roles. Masculine men. Do you remember many years ago, Piers Morgan had a go at, what's his name, James Bond? What's, what's his real name again? Oh, I can't remember his name. Anyway, his wife had a baby. And he was walking down the road with the baby in a little hammock hanging from his neck. And Piers Morgan had a go at him and said, that's not very masculine. You're emasculating, demasculating yourself. And, or emasculating yourself. And a lot of people agreed. Now, you don't have to agree with that. It could be, some people would say it's sexist. But anyway, Lewis goes on to talk about his beliefs around relationships, that the idea that clearly defined roles and responsibilities work better than this kind of everyone does everything idea. And it made me think of the traditional roles in relationships and how they worked in the past. Of course, I'm sure not everyone was happy with their roles, but the unit, the family unit, functioned well. I'm not talking about, look, there was problems in the past. Clearly there was. You know, things were, there were certain aspects of life in society that were very wrong. But the roles of a woman and a man married in a relationship with children. Or maybe I'm just looking at that with rose-tinted glasses. After all, you don't have to dig deep to unravel some of the very dark things in Ireland's past when men and women knew their place. But it is a bit confusing these days, isn't it? I mean, how do modern couples decide who does what? I mean, do women still do the majority of childcare? Should they do the majority of childcare? Are men still making the majority of money? Should they still be making the majority of money? Are men still the breadwinners and women still the carers and the givers and the sensitive ones in the family? Are women the ones that make the financial decisions? Because advertisers rub their hands with glee when they think of a 30-year-old woman with children because they know she makes the financial decisions in the house. The man doesn't make it. Although he's a man, he doesn't make the financial decisions. But is the man still the boss? Is he still head of the household? Is he still the head honcho? Chief Butcalf, as they used to call it years ago. Or is it the woman? Or nowadays have we diluted the family into something where we really don't know our roles anymore? Oh, he's great. Yeah, he does the ironing. He does the hoovering. He'll get up three mornings a week, you know, and bring the kids to school. And he'll feed them twice a night, twice a week at night. And I stay asleep. And then I'll do it three nights a week. And then, you know, this kind of arseholishness. You know what I mean? This kind of like, oh, we're all a very modern family. But it doesn't work because we see more marriage breakups nowadays than ever. Whereas people stuck together years ago. Now, I know we didn't have divorce, but they didn't really want a divorce. They kind of, they stuck it out because they had their roles. They, they knew their roles. Men knew they get up in the morning. They kissed the wife goodbye. 
They went to work. They earned the money. They came home. Women knew they cleaned the house. They looked after the children. They brought them to school. They brought them to their football game, whatever it was, soccer moms. Made the dinner, ironed the clothes. Man came home from work. They sat and watched telly together. Woman made the dinner. There were roles. I'm not saying, by the way, it was right. I'm just saying there were roles. And I wonder, do traditional roles or that traditional role in a relationship, does it work better? And people still do it, by the way. Because I can tell you now, contrary to what lefty women say and what feminists say, and, you know, I know a lot of women nowadays are very independent and well done, by the way, fair play, and that's not being patronising to women. I, I completely agree with equal rights. I agree with equal pay. I believe with equal opportunities. But there will never be equal outcomes. Never. Because men and women are inherently different. But what I'm saying is, does it really work? Does this dilution of the roles work? I mean, Jane, for example, my producer, she'd be a very independent woman. So she wouldn't be into traditional roles. I'm not too sure. I don't want to talk about her relationship per se, but I'm sure it's a kind of diluted relationship in the fact that they both play an equal role in the relationship and do the same kind of things. Oh, you're the boss, are you, James? <laughs> you, Egypt, I'm the boss. At least she thinks she wears the pants anyway, right? And that's good. Let them think that because that's nice. Let them feel that. I'm joking. But the traditional roles where years ago, it wouldn't have mattered. And by the way, in recent research, it shows that men, when they meet a woman, they don't care what her occupation is a lot of the time. They actually don't care. Whereas women, in research, they do care what a man's occupation is and how much he earns. So women are not going to go for a loser. And men don't really care because men still believe, I think it's within our DNA, that we're the breadwinners anyway and it's our job to support women. We still believe that. We still, a lot of men still think that. We feel that way. And let's be clear about it. There's a lot of women out there who are gold diggers. Now, I'm not saying they're all gold diggers, by the way, but they are, you know, some of them are. So what I'm saying is the modern way of looking at things, is it wrong? Or are traditional gender roles better? Male and female in a relationship. You know, you know the roles I'm talking about. Were they better? Let me know what you think. The number's 087 Now, who have I got to go to? John! Another John. Hi. Good evening, Niall. Uh, yeah, uh... Back, I remember. I'm I'm in my sixties now, and, and I, I'm divorced. But uh, back in the day, the roles, yeah, back in the seventies and eighties, most of the men worked, and I suppose the women, their job was to look after the kids and look after. The, it was a most families that time. It was just one. It was just one person um, making the. Well, there was one breadwinner, but life has totally changed. It's totally changed now, and with the with the way the world has gone, it, 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 they need to be a team. They need now, to be a team. So, 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 team. so, you agree with the kind of modern way things are done? I do, but there is still things. There is specialities. How could I put this? That men have and their specialities. Yes. Because, yeah, because we're women, different. Yeah, we are different, obviously. We are yeah. different. So women are still very good with kids and men are very good at building walls and all the rest. <laughs> building walls. Yeah. Building walls and all. Yeah, and women are good at a holding a hoover. Yeah, I know what yeah. you mean. Yeah, but, sorry. Uh, like, uh, uh, I 
when I was married, like I did the Hoover and I did wash clothes and yeah, and I do and all those things too. Yeah, mixed around. And yeah, I but but you'll find still in relationships, men will be the one who'll go out and cut the bushes or cut the grass oh, or yeah. or dig the hole out the back garden if it's to be dug or you know, women generally don't do those things. And women yeah. generally are the ones that will, I don't know, load the wash machine or yeah. make the dinner or in a lot of cases. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I don't see, people might think that's sexist. I see nothing wrong with that. If As long as both parties are happy doing it, I see nothing yeah. wrong with those roles. But some people nowadays believe that's just wrong, that you shouldn't have roles. Every Friday, Saturday in the morning, I brought my wife up for breakfast in bed. and Good for you, yeah. Um, Give her. I used to get this mint stuff for your feet, and I used to give her a massage. Did you do all sorts of things like? Oh, what what, um, what mint stuff was that you gave her a massage? What feet? What mint? I stuff? don't know. I got evergreen or I got one of them places. It was kind of a bottle of cream. It was kind of. And you'd massage. So you'd give her breakfast in bed, and then you'd massage her feet. You're some man, aren't you, John? Well yeah. done. Yeah, well, she got rid of me still now. Like. <laughs> <laughs> she got rid of you anyway. <laughs> well, but did you think by doing that you were on a promise or something like that, did you? Is that I what thought it was, but it wasn't. Anyways, shit happens. And, but anyways, like, uh, she cut the back yard and I cut the front yard because she didn't like the neighbours. But... <laughs> Uh, you know, you're a team, you're a family, and uh, and you have to try, try and, you know, to do everything for one another. I don't know. But, uh, no, I get you, I get you, I get you. Okay, hold on a second. Stay there know. for a second. Just let me go to Margaret if I can as well. Margaret, hi, how are you doing? I'm listening to John. He cut the front garden, she cut the back garden. There you go. That's called dividing the chores, <laughs> isn't it? And he'd rub her feet. Well, I tell you. And he was rubbing her feet with minty stuff when he bought her a breakfast on a Sunday morning. <laughs> Probably eucalyptus. <laughs> oh, you could, that's what it was, eucalyptus. John, was it eucalyptus yeah. oil? I'm not that's sure. It. Yeah, it was mint, he said it was minty stuff. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, rubbing her feet with Probably minty stuff. Toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> James said, was it toothpaste? I'll tell, I'll tell you the best thing now for... for eucalyptus too. <laughs> you, you can get Karen... To do it, well, uh, get Karen to do what? Karen. Okay, do what to Karen? Now, are you listening now? I'm, I'm listening. I'm confused. The list. The no, listeners. no, she, no. And Karen listens to the show, are you so listening? she's. I, I'm, I am, and Karen is listening to the show too, so she can take a few tips from this. But go on, right, Karen. Yeah. If you're listening, yeah. And Nile, yeah. You get a bar of buttermilk soap. Buttermilk soap. Oh, that could. This could be painful. Yeah. Lukewarm water. <laughs> Lukewarm water. Put the buttermilk soap into the basin. Right. Larder your hands. <laughs> right. Loads of suds. Right. And massage it in to the feet and in between the toes. Right. And do that for five to ten minutes and up the legs as far as you need. Do you take the coaches out first? Ah, will you give it up for fuck's sake? <laughs> Don't start me off now. I'm in a nice mood tonight, so don't start me off. Okay, James, I'll come I to you in a second. Pipe I'll down. I'll tell you, I'll tell you why you put you your boxing gloves on first or afterwards. Oh, James, would you shut up? <laughs> oh, God's sake. Right, so no, I go on. The buttermilk in the warm water, so, lardy your hands up, yeah. rub her feet, yeah. then work her way up yeah. her legs. Then where do you where do you go from there? As far as the kneecaps, Nile. Oh right, no further. Okay. No further. All oh, right. Sure. And I tell you why you do that because it's very good for the circulation of the blood in the legs oh, right, and okay. the feet. Right. 
And it also helps, yeah, to make sure that, you know, the, in older years, when you get older, yeah. that you're a young you man wrinkly. now at the moment. Yeah, I'm only a young man. You get wrinkly. I would, gee, with the short aspect or whatever he is. James. <laughs> How are you, James? James, I'm talking manners and courtesy and a bit of respect. Yes, James. But younger but folks you, on the radio. Do you get wrinkly? When you get into your 80s. No. <laughs> I think he means, like, you know the way when you sit in the bath for a while, your skin gets wrinkly? No, you don't put your feet into the water. You keep your feet out of the water. Oh, okay. And you're sitting on your sofa. Right, okay. And you're getting this done. Uh, well, well, by the way, we're, uh, we're starting, this is turning into like a, some sort of sexual show here now at the moment. That that's not, wasn't the intention. No, that's your dirty mind. No, I'm just saying, because, you know, when you start doing things like that, it kind of leads on to other Niall, things. this is very good for... Margaret, getting back to the original question. Do you think traditional roles, you know, the man yeah. chopping the wood, earning the money, the woman making the dinner, hoovering the floor, do you think those traditional stereotypical roles within the family unit worked well? Or do you think they're completely well, outdated? I've a crow to pick with you, Niall, before I even start Jesus that. Jesus Christ, you won't even answer uh, me. I tell you, you, me. you going on about women doing this and men doing that, you know, cutting the cutting the hedges and doing the lawnmowing and cleaning out the sheds and all this dead yeah. demand. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I done all that. Did you? I'm delighted I for did. you. I'm delighted for you, but in, but so, in the I norm, mean, you, women matter. don't. No, no, no. But, I mean, I'm talking about uh, that, you know, a man's job would be building a house. You know, a woman wouldn't be doing that. No. They're very, they're very. Some women do, but very few. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that kind of that's that's very hard. Yeah, the man puts the bins out. Yeah. Well, I put the bins out. Well, you do now because you're on your own, unfortunately, Margaret. No, but I did when I was married. Okay. Jeez, I forgot to put the bins out last night. Did you? Oh, say. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, James, you, you're going a bit senile. You want yeah, yeah. To I, I have to be reminded to put the bins out. <laughs> I never remember the day of which bin I'm goes on. out. Can you not remember the day the bins go out? No, I haven't a clue. No? I haven't a clue. Karen has it on her phone oh. on an app. I haven't a clue. <laughs> Couldn't tell you what day the brown bin or the black bin or the green bin uh, or the blue he... bin has to go out. I can tell you. You, you choose to forget. I don't mind the blue bin. I guess the recycling one. It's hoping, always very light. You're hoping Karen will put them out then. Ah, she does. She does every now and again. She does if I forget. She'll <laughs> yeah. put them out. Yeah. She's now, a great just girl. another <laughs> thing. <laughs> Sorry? Just another thing. I'm off this question for a minute. Oh, just to let you know. Now, James said I wasn't to encourage you. But I'm saying it to you now. What? When you came back off the holidays and you said that you smuggled in 300 bags from America. In fact, you were entitled to 400. No, it's, uh. no, it's, no, it's, it's 200 from America. Per person. Yeah, two, And you had your wife I with know, you. I know, but we, yeah, but she, even though she doesn't smoke, she brought a few in for yes. me too already. Yeah, she probably brought 800 <laughs> in. <laughs> I didn't say that one. No, I, I was, yeah, but I didn't want to say that as well. You know what I mean? I didn't ah, make us want to sound like I'm, you know, eating the cigarettes for God's sake. Well, that's true enough. Yeah, anyway, yeah, it's meant but to be anyway, two. It's meant to be two hundred per person from America. 
But we did 300. Get back to this. Years ago, uh, I walked. My husband walked. Yeah. And that's the way it was. Can I just point when out, by the way, the reason I, the reason we did it was because there were like only $47. Yeah, I know why you did it, because you smoke days. after sex. Well, yeah. <laughs> After I get the after I get the, the soap rubbed on my feet and my legs, but forty seven dollars for two hundred cigarettes. Wow. That's ridiculous. And how much is that then in euros? Uh, well, in well, euros? well, there's not much difference in the dollar and the euro now. It's probably about forty five euro, right? So, but here's the thing: to buy two hundred wow. cigarettes in Ireland at fifteen a packet is one hundred and fifty euro. So it's a third of the price. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So much the government are making on cigarettes, isn't it? Well, look, look. And then, then thousands of people want to come here at the after trolley. Mm. Fuck's sake. Yeah. They must be. But then they're all they're all getting them in, in Yeah, but I've never I've never done anything like that before and I was coming I was coming to the airport on the Sunday morning. There was no customs. They must be an all at home or something. I don't know, having their their breakfast. Maybe they're married to John. He was bringing their breakfast in bed. But there was none of them around, but I was still shitting myself anyway in case someone stopped me with the extra yeah, hundred yeah, cigarettes. You'd be, You'd be a nervous wreck because you'd be afraid you'd be stopped. Well, all they do, by the way, if they do stop you, is they just charge the duty on the extra hundred. Yeah. yeah. No, they take yeah. the whole lot off you. Do they? Yeah. Do they not true. say? Do they not say you can pay the duty on them? Oh, that's not. That's no, not no. true. You're entitled to two hundred. No, they don't. No, they don't think so, James. No, no. They it, now it'd be different if you were bringing in, you know, thousands of the jays and things. To two hundred, and if if Nile had three hundred. They would oh, uh, charge you. If you've broken the law, they take the whole lot off you. No, they that don't, the James. No, I don't think no, so. They they don't. Don't. Oh, no, they don't. No, if you had a suitcase full of them, James, they will. But not if you're just a normally Joe Punter and you're a hundred cigarettes over. No. You can just don't. say I didn't. You, you, by the way, you haven't actually broken the law unless you sign something saying that, you know, you admit you broke the law when it comes to customs, can I just point out. So, well, in other words, if you, if you say, well, I genuinely thought it was 300, you haven't broken the law. You well, just made try, a mistake. Try and, try, and get a, a, try and get a customs officer on. Yeah, can we get a customs officer to clarify this? As far as I know, you've broken no law unless you knew you were breaking the law. You only break the customs law if you know you're breaking it. So, in other words, what I'm saying to you is, if you turn around and say, well, I genuinely thought it was 300, and I genuinely, by the way, didn't know, I wasn't too sure, if, if you thought it was 300, they just say to you, well, look, no, it's actually two, so you're going to have to pay the duty on the other 100. I think that's what they do. Okay. Yeah, well, do you I ever watch the programme? I think, think they turn around. Take me away in cuffs. <laughs> Nile. Yeah. Take me away from the city. Yes, sorry, go ahead, Argus. Nile, do you ever watch Stop and Search? I do, yeah. yeah. Of Dublin Airport. Yeah. And you're entitled to 200 cigarettes. Yeah, there's a lad on that. I can't remember his name. He's a, he's a bit bonkers. He goes through everyone's luggage with like with his gloves mm. on, and and if you even try and help him, he's going. Please step away. Let me do this. Yeah. He's a bit mad. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're not supposed to touch the face once they're at it. But imagine, imagine going through and pulling out your knickers and all sorts of things. Yeah, but sure, look. Oh, I've seen a great one, Niall. Wait, wait, wait! I tell you about the one I seen. What? Right. Uh, <laughs> I was I was coming back from Manchester and. There was this young one in front of us, right? 18, 19, you know yourself. And the customs officer opens up the case, right? And he takes out a huge pair of silver fucking handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> and he dangled it on the air. There was another young fella, he was about 17 or 18 beside me. And he's looking, his eyes are popping out of his fucking head, right? And the old man is dangling these handcuffs. He said, 
<laughs> Did you have a good weekend? <laughs> I, I'm wondering what women do. You know, when, the, when you're putting your case on the conveyor belt, you know, when you're getting your bar- your boarding pass, and the girl says to you, or the guy says to you, um, did you pack your case yourself? Yes, I did. Do you have any battery-operated items in the, in the case? <laughs> or electrical items? I'm sure every woman just goes, no. That's <laughs> an electronic back scratcher. <laughs> Sorry, we've gone completely off the topic. Sorry, Andy, stay there for a second. James, getting back to the original topic, okay? Because we just can't seem to get an answer for any topic tonight. But the original traditional roles of men and women, the stereotypical roles... Was there anything wrong with those roles, or do the modern roles work better? It's gone forever, anyway. You know what I mean? Sure. You know, why would you be getting if there's a good Chinese laundry next door? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're not gone forever, those roles. People still, there are still couples who get married who live by those roles. You know, the kind of Stepford wife type thing, you know? There must be few and far between. I I I have a girl who comes on the air all the time. Her name is Karen, and uh, coincidentally. And She's got three kids, and her husband's got a good job, and she stays at home. She has the penny on her. She makes the cakes with the kids during the day. She does all the things oh, yeah, that you imagine. Yeah, she's a real yeah, Stepford yeah. wife, and I don't mean that as an insult. And I, There's nothing wrong with that. That's just the role she's chosen, and that's what she does, and he does his thing. And it works perfectly fine. They seem very happily married. I you suppose know. if that were, that's what floats your boat, like. but in this day and age, I mean... I don't know. There's something wrong with a boat that can't iron his own fucking shirt, isn't there? Oh, well, there right. is. I, well, no, I iron my own shirts as well. I mean, Karen irons them sometimes too. But I do but you I, make the dinner now and again? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. You know, it's it's. it's, I, make, it's I make it quite a lot, actually. I make a great shepherd's pie. I make it a great stew. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm not a bad dinner cooker. <laughs> yeah, you haven't got your address there. Have you? <laughs> 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 I, I make a good Sunday roast. I, oh, you have to see my Sunday roast. Hmm? Yeah. Now, the only thing I can't really do well, and Karen loves, is spaghetti bolognese. She loves spaghetti bolognese, but she'll do that herself because I'm not good at that. Mm. Yeah, I love Well, you see, that's how you're well matched. Yeah, there's a kind of knack to know when to take the spaghetti out. You know what I mean? Mm. There used to be a woman come in every Friday into the local shop, and she'd be after having a few drinks, you see. Yeah. So she'd get a couple of cans of cat food and the old spaghetti and all the rest of it, you know, for the husband. Yeah. But anyway, she didn't arrive this week anyway, and the uncle is wondering where she is. No sign of her. Following week, she comes here. She's all dressed in black. And he says, the usual slapping up the two cans of cat food, and she goes, oh, no, he's dead, he's dead. She oh, jeez, I'm terrible. Sorry, ma'am, what happened to him? (laughs) He stopped. He was crossing the road, and he stopped. To lick his arse and the bus ran over. <laughs> did you get it, Margaret? <laughs> the bus ran over, Margaret. You should try that with that. Okay, well, hang on, stay there because Andy's waiting ages. God bless him. I was supposed to stay there, please. Andy, hi. Good evening. Good evening, Andy. How are you? <laughs> I, I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm just <laughs> laughing at your little uh, uh, agenda of trying to promote, um, what was it, post, what, in the, the pre modernist sort of. Agenda of Andrew Tate and all that, and oh, let's no. get women back in the kitchen. And no, all. no, yeah, no I'm not saying. I'm not no. saying that. <laughs> um, no, it does make me laugh because I suppose, like, well, I, I'll just level. I mean, first things first, right? Spaghetti bolognese now. Um, celery, onion, carrot, finely diced, sweated off with garlic and olive oil. Throw in your mint, throw in your tomatoes, herbs, salt and pepper. Bang, easy. How? How do you know when to take the spaghetti out? 
Okay, uh, when it's al dente. Yeah, there was, she's used those words to me, and, I'll, and, but I have no idea what that means. And, 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 and well, it just basically means to the two, you know. So uh, you basically you, you take a bit out after about sort of eight minutes, maybe. Uh, check it with, you know, see see what it tastes like. Drain it off, but leave some of the water in the pan to stop it all sticking together. Right, okay. And that's the correct. Easy, easy. Okay. Right, so just just so we got that one out of the way, right? Okay, there uh, and now I'll try that at the weekend. Go on, anyway. Yeah, no, it's, 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 that's the way mum used to make it. So, um, yeah, basically, I, I sort of, sort of well, I'll, I'll tell you this, right? When I was young, and, and bear in mind, I was sort of born <clears throat> in just just at the tail end of it, um, I, I grew up with a, let's say, a neighbour. Albert Brown was his name. And Albert Brown was a ferocious man, right? Big man from Salford, from the docks. Um, came from a large family. Um, did well for himself. Got an apprenticeship. Got a job, civil engineering. Um, and was like a second father to me. And and he said that if you, a man can't cook, clean an iron, he should be ashamed of himself. Mm-hmm. So back in the 80s, Niall, I should say, I can say my role model was a man that was big, strong, talented, a, a fantastic woodworker who knocked up a sled one morning out of a kitchen on the kitchen table and brought us out sledging, when, but, you know, in the space of an hour. Um, and, yeah, that, that's it. I mean, anybody but he, that thinks... But here's the thing, Andy, right? ...about looking after yourself. Yeah, but my dad, right, and my mum, they were quite traditional in their roles, right? My mum stayed yeah. at home, mind the kids, my father went to work. My dad came yeah. home at six o'clock from work, put his feet up. My mother would run. It didn't matter what she was doing. She'd go and get him a cup of tea and biscuits. She'd then put on the dinner. She'd have the dinner ready an hour later for all of us, right? And, so, and absolutely, yeah. And, 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 and it worked. But here's the funny thing, right? My dad... It didn't ne- work. No, no, hang on. Hang on. No, they, they loved each other to the day they died. So when I tell you, my dad, you know, he did all the hard work out the back garden, the building and all that. She did all the housework. He would never have lifted a hoover in his life, right? But... My mother got really sick for the last 10 years of her life, seven years of her life. She had emphysema. She ended up in a wheelchair and an oxygen. My father, who was then retired, obviously, suddenly became this caregiver. He was over to the Mm -hmm. shop to buy her, you know, lady hygienic stuff. He was making Mm -hmm. the dinner for her. He was bringing her everywhere. And he could do it, in other words. Yeah. He just chose, and they had chosen those roles in life. It worked for them. And, and, and you know what, now, that, that's a, sort of the exact thing. It's whatever works for people. If, and we do live in a free world. And if people do want to sort of adopt the, you know, the roles where the bloke does nothing and, and the woman is quite happy to sort of run round after him and wipe his ass, well, that's fine. Well, you, well that, no, that, you're saying he did not. My father was a very hard worker. I mean, yeah. he, oh, no, he worked I, in Erlingas. He was a hard worker. No, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm talking about the modern times now, the, the current times in which we live. You know, if, if people still want to do that. My mum did that. She polished my dad's shoes every day and and cooked the dinner and, and all the rest of it. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't look back retrospectively. I wouldn't say she was in a particularly happy marriage. Mm. So, so, you know, I mean, that's 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 on a personal note. But, uh, you know, I, I genuinely think any bloke that can't look after himself is, is not fit to be called a bloke. There's no, and I agree macho. with you. No, I agree There's with you. macho about emasculating, not being able to cook, not being able to use a washing machine, not being able to shop, not being able to, you know, you clean your house. What kind of pig side do you want to live in if you, if you, if you can't sort of use, use cleaning products? I mean, it's, there's nothing, absolutely nothing... Cool about uh, that, No. Cool about or don't be a master. I don't fucking get when I clean. Yeah, but 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 hang on. It is, but it is fair to say that in a relationship, two people are not the same. 
Because they both bring different things to the table, don't they? Always. But, but that's, that's, that's what individuals are now. They're all different. No, I'm, no I'm, different. Ta- I'm not talking about individuals and personality. I'm talking about yeah. men and women, per se. Right. And generally speaking, women are better at certain things. Men are better at certain things, generally speaking. Not all the time, but generally speaking. And, and generally, absolutely. And I would totally agree with you. You met my partner many years ago, and she's absolutely a wonderful, kind you know, person that is, is wonderful with children. And I would have very little time for kids, you know. So absolutely, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, there's, there's people have different traits. And, and there is, you know, I would sort of argue an inherent difference that, Women tend to be more caring with children than men, and and that's a, absolutely you can't dismiss genetics. But when it comes down to actually getting off your ass and hoovering the floor, I don't really feel that to see that as a male female role. Uh, James, I, well, hang on, James. Do you understand the point I'm making that if people are happy with those roles and there are defining roles within a relationship, that this idea, this is what this guy Lewis Hose. This is what he talks about. This idea that everything is kind of 50-50 and you kind of plan the relationship. Well, you know, you get up and make do the nappies. And, all, and he's going, no, I don't change diapers. That's not what I do in this relationship. Do well, you want, twat, if, isn't if, he? Well, if, if you're a bit of one, you know. Lazy, you know, if you're, if, you're, if you're too lazy or ignorant to change your own children's diapers, then there's, that's just beyond the pale, you know. Mm-hmm. I think... Most most couples now they would have a workaround. They would rely is what you know after they've lived with each other for a period of time, they will understand what you know that you're good at some things. You're not that good at another. But it's it's a case of go and do it when it needs to be done. You know, it's it, it's like I'm sure that if your beloved is at home and she knows that you're working and you'll be home a little bit late. She might make a little bit of dinner for you, something that you like, you know. And she does that because she loves you. Yeah, she does. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's but it, but it's a case of the normal mundane things that we do for each other when we're in relationships. You yeah. do. I, I think. What, oh, sorry, Margaret. You know, sorry, Margaret. Go ahead. You want Margaret? Sorry. Times, you know. Sorry, Margaret. Go ahead. Yeah. Now, what I want to say is that in in today's world, right? Because the way things are at the moment, with, you know, everything going sky high, husbands and wives and partners have to do things together. And they have to share the load in the family home. You know, Mm. it's not like years ago, even before I got married, a lot of women stayed at home and the the husband worked. We'd say like your mom and dad, Niall, we'd say, yeah. God bless them. Mm. And like that's the way it was back then. But as as time went on, when I got married, and then both of us walked. And then nowadays, you'll find 99% of the population where people are, we'd say, even married, are just living together, you know, or... You know, it doesn't matter whether it's a man and a woman or, you know, it's, you know, gays or lesbians living together and they have a family. You'll find a lot of, a lot of those people all have to work. I wouldn't say it's 99%, but I'd say, yes, it's, a, it's the majority of couples where both would work. By the way, just very before we go into the news, something that's becoming very popular in America is called a baby prenup. And basically what it is, a baby prenup, um, it isn't the same as a marriage prenuptial, basically, or agreement. It's it's kind of focusing on property, which focuses on property. Your child is the focus. In other words, when you and your partner agree to have a baby, 
the contract can help with the arranging the elements on how you will raise the child. I mean, the baby prenup does more than simply determine important matters pertaining to your child if your relationship doesn't last. It can also help you to decide the parenting responsibility. So you sign a prenuptial agreement basically saying, I'll do the nighttime feeds, you can bring him to school, and if we separate, you get him three days a week and I get him four. You know, so, so that's, but I just think that's bonkers. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. that's America for you. There's some real bonkers stuff that comes out there. <laughs> and if, and if, we, if, we, if we lower ourselves, let's say, say as you... a nation, to that level of crap, really, it, 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 I know. It's a I, you're right. I said this to Jane earlier on. Jane thought this was a great idea, by the way, can I just point out? And I said to Jane, if you have to drop a prenup when you're having a baby, you shouldn't be in a relationship together. Yes, I think I think that's fair comment. Yeah, but then again, we are dealing with Jane. You know what I mean? In fairness, she she's you know she kind of thinks of things like that. She thinks them very deeply. She goes into the stuff like that very deep. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Nile Boylan show. Oh.